Hi, you guys. I am Jenna, and this is Chuck. Chuck yes, yep, yep. and we are coming together to film this podcast together. So we're gonna so kind of just get right into it. We we've been talking over Instagram. We met over Instagram, and we're like, we have to do this. But right. we're gonna go into our backstory a little bit with how we met. So would you like to do the honors of expressing, yeah. sharing everybody how we met? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was one of those um, stepbrothers moments. Like, did we just become best friends? Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, um, seen her energy on just on some posts and some things she was posting, and I, I you know, I did the ad request because I was just my last what three four years had been like filled with healing energy and stuff like that. Yeah. So I've gotten it in the inbox and was like, hey, seem like you have a dope profile, and I was like. Um, I want to do like the kids do on the playground. Where yeah. Like, hey, do you want to be friends? Yeah. And she was like, oh, that's dope. Yeah, heck yeah, I'm with that. So yeah. that's how it started. That is how it started. And you, go ahead. Let me, let me hear your story. How it's going. How it's going, yeah. Um, I would just say we've just connected on various things on Instagram so many times. Right. Um, He's just been really supportive anytime I'm like going through anything or just honestly always swiping up and just spreading like loving healing energy right. and originally when he did reach out he's like let's be friends i was like mm, that's kind of weird oh. not like weird <laughs> but like i was right. just kind of like um i don't know because you know it's kind of hard to know. be friends with guys that's but good, yeah. our friendship has always been on a soul level connection so there's never been any weirdness or gray area of like oh are you flirting with me like it was never anything it wasn't that type of energy because you admit off that energy like you don't admit off that energy it was literally like we were little kids and kids never question who they're gonna be friends with like right. when you're younger you just play with everybody and it's like yeah like we're friends you know on the but playground. there's a beauty to that like kids are so connected to so i think as we get older we get convoluted with mm. a lot of maybe either expectations or like um like ideals yeah whether good or bad for what whether that's two f two male friends or two female friends or the mm -hmm. male fa masculine feminine dynamic like we have these images of what those connections are for and yeah. expectations behind oh if i meet a pretty girl then i'm supposed to be hollering like that's what i'm supposed to be doing yeah but as kids we don't have any of that it's just no. you exist i exist yeah we're both at the playground we're both by the swings Let's rock it. Like, yeah, let's rock absolutely. Swim, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And so it's, it's, it's centered around interest. And mm -hmm. uh, like I said, I think the cool thing about our vibe was that it was centered around, like, healing mm -hmm. and around, you know, building community and spreading love and light to people. And absolutely. that was cool. Yeah. That was vibes. For sure. Yeah. So from then now, we've just, I don't know, we've just been talking and, like, on and off and, like, sending each other positive vibes our way. And right. We were kind of like, wow, I feel like we have something super important to share with people and to like express and healing and love and how men and women, like their souls can be friends. I don't believe like the body separate entity necessarily can be friends. Yeah, but yeah. I'd be like on a soulful level, like men and women can coexist without any of the sexual energy. Yeah. Um, and we kind of just wanted to like touch on our relationship. Um, and why it's important to us because i think he's one of one of like the few people i've met in my adult life who have is a genuine male friend and not 
you know, weird. Right. Yeah. And I think another thing to add to that is in this world, there is so much centered around, like you said, the male female dynamic. But right Mm -hmm. now, I feel like the masculine and feminine is at odds. Yeah. And that's the saddest part about our existence because we're not supposed to be. Mm. And the only time that we come in unity is not supposed to be in a relationship. Mm. There should be unity outside of that. Absolutely. The problem with society right now is men don't feel safe in the feminine space. Mm. And and feminine does not feel safe in the masculine space. No, correct. And there's a lot of it's almost like we're enemies and we're like gang gang. Yeah, well, bands. if you even look at it's crazy because I agree with that. Like if you even look at music now, um, how women are rapping about men, how men are rapping about women. It's not like Usher my boo anymore. It ain't which, none of that. No, and I I miss that oh, stuff. Yeah, I miss that. It's crazy to think of now. Crazy how men i just feel like they used to respect women more and hold them more sacredly and now as we've progressed in society progressed i'm gonna put quotation marks around it i just feel like it's gone so flipped and even i i can't blame it on men because i will take part in saying like women in the stuff that they're saying and like rapping like i'm not a huge i'm not a huge like female rapper like five person i'm like mm. like there's some good songs they're catchy i don't want to say they're good they're catchy they have a catchy beat right. so i'm like i'll dance to it and i'll sing to it but i don't like the message they're conveying yeah. you know <laughs> so it's interesting that you said that because mm. that is what it is there's a lot of mistrust between the mm. genders there's a lot of hurt and there's a lot of healing that needs to happen Um, there's a lot of like we need to become allies together you know yeah instead of like yeah women like the the saying um fuck all men and like men suck or like you know deep-rooted in our like subconscious like what does that really mean right you know and like that means something like in let's say my past like when i used to say i'm like that's like a projection of my past like something that happened like probably with my dad because that was my first male figure that i looked up to and who loved me and all that stuff like that's where it had pretty much had to be rooted from essentially you know same thing with like men talking about women in such a bad way Mm -hmm. you know mommy issues right and where where does that allies what does that look like where does that take us as a society that takes Mm -hmm. us to seeing the plights or the struggles that we face it's it's the masculine saying i see you Mm -hmm. sis i see you um i understand that i could offer you so much more than a penis yeah i could offer you some healing and Mm -hmm. and care and concern i could you could offer me more than vagina like you can offer me healing care and concern absolutely understanding for what i'm going through me understanding what you're going through Mm -hmm. what are your challenges in the feminine space and existing on this planet yeah what are mine how can i protect you how can you feel safe at a bar Mm -hmm. instead of feeling like you can't say anything to any male at a bar or no male can say anything to you how can we feel more safe Mm -hmm. and it's it's not in being fake but it's going to take work of course yeah right it's ideal world stuff absolutely but how do you start being a safe space Mm. right yeah like for real that's like, a good question to ask. Right now, neither of us are safe spaces 
in totality for each other. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Right yeah. I totally get what you're saying. So how can we as a society like start to create that safe space? Facts. Do you which know? is which is vibes. I mean, how do we? <laughs> That's a big question. It's a very big question. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of space to explore mm-hmm. that. Um, a safe space is listening, mm. listening to just understand, yes. being curious, not to respond. Yeah, just I'm working curious. on that. I want. I'm literally working on that. Right. I catch myself listening. Me, and my friends are talking. I'm listening. But I'm listening to respond. I'm like, oh, I have a story to go with this. I have a story to go. like. I'm not understanding what they're saying. I'm really? like, I'm, I'm not really listening like to them. <laughs> you know, I catch myself doing that. I'm like, right. Oh, shit. I have so much to add to this conversation. But I feel like everyone does that. We do. Yeah. We do, and it's tough. So, so sometimes holding space. So that's that's kind of like one of my favorite compliments that people give me. Oh, you, I feel so seen by you. Oh, you hold so much space for me because. It's really, it's a really simple way of establishing that with people, and that's just asking questions, digging further. When they're sharing something, you're listening, and then instead of your response being, "Oh, I've had a similar experience," or "Let me share something that you, what you said, made me think about," let me ask you more about the your experience show, for you. Yeah. Oh, um, how did you feel when that happened? Or you know, oh, I'm sorry. Let me offer. <laughs> oh man, that's that's crazy. I'm sorry. You know that happened. Yeah. Um, you know, whether that's something good or bad, or if they're sharing something good, well, tell me more. Well, what does this look like in the future? Like, oh, you want this job? You got this raise? Mm -hmm. Oh, how do you feel? Oh, you got engaged? Not let me see the ring. Oh, my sister got a ring too. This is big. No, how do you feel about this? Like, are you feeling like, like, so sometimes I think in a superficial way, and it's just Mm -hmm. like a quick thing, in a superficial way, we go, oh, let me see the ring. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what their engagement was about. Oh, but tell me about the person. Mm. Tell me about the person you're marrying. Tell me about why you're excited about being married to that person. You know what I mean? Like, how do I dive into yeah. this big life change that you're making? What are you nervous about wow. when getting married? Right? We we kind of live in this very shallow world, but we're taught really, to be shallow like really that. Shallow. We're taught to be that way. That's insane. Because right? that, that just, like opens up my mind to being like well for one something i did think of when you were speaking i was thinking back to like our conversations and i was like holy crap you have always just like asked about me you've never ever brought like oh i had this experience like anytime we've ever talked or had a deep conversation like we send voice messages like voice memos because right. they're easier they're so just better easier. more personal oh my god like over instagram and He'd be like, oh, like, how are you feeling today? And I would express, you know, like, I'm like, sometimes I'm going through stuff or whatnot. Like, he never made it anything about him. Hmm. Like, which is crazy. I just thought about that. I'm like, wow. Like, it's never like, oh, I went through a similar experience. Or like, you'll be fine. Like, you know, like, you're just very, like, kind of, like, get to the root of it. Like, help out, you know. Right. But that's that's also <laughs> the space for advice is, is very tough. And mm-hmm. I usually try not to take it. Okay. Here's one thing I do with everybody that I talk to when we have these wonderful conversations is I listen so much to what they're saying. And I usually repeat back to them what they've said because I had the fortunate privilege of being someone who had who had no thoughts about what they were going through or no idea of what they were going through. And as they spoke what they were going through and shared more and more through the questions that I'm asking, mm-hmm. 
I'm hearing things in their expression that maybe they don't hear. And I usually mm-hmm. like to repeat back to someone what I feel like they're saying yeah. about their self, which is the best thing to do. Mm. So my, my advice isn't rooted in, oh, I would handle it this way. If it was me, I would do this. Wow. That's the worst thing you could do to undermine someone else's existence mm. is to exert your way of handling things, your existence onto them. <clears throat> The most beautiful thing we could ever do is just listen to people truly. And then we're like, oh, it sounds like this is really important to you. Wow. Oh, well, how are you going to make this um, flesh itself out better in your life? Because right now, it seems like you're not able to tap into that ability or that thing as much as you even want to. Wow. Oh, it sounds like you're saying you're hurt by this breakup because of this, this and this. But it sounds like you have this opportunity to fall in love with yourself more and Mm. to, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever way that looks like. But it always comes out when you're asking questions and digging Mm. into someone. Yeah. Wow. Survive. Yeah. Wow. I don't even have like just like processing and like everything that you just said. It was like a light bulb went on in my head. Like seriously, where I, you know, people tell you things your entire life. You know, people could say the same thing to you, but like a different person saying it a different way Mm -hmm. makes sense and the way you just said it made so much sense to me because i've always like my spiritual coach garen jones that i did that mastermind with he was like yeah it was amazing um they always said like listen to understand not to respond and i'm like i don't understand what that means like how do i listen because then i'm like I'm mad now. <laughs> no, I love it. Get them out. <laughs> Don't even be feeling no type of way. It is what it is. Okay, we're it fine. It is what it is. Come on. So it's great. But they'd be saying that, and I just didn't really understand what they meant. And then now, thinking about it and hearing you say it in a completely different way, different wording, like different, like soul expression, like how it was expressed to you expresses to my soul like oh my god ding 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 it's not about me like it's about them what and it sounds selfish but it's true i think we all are that way though we are because we all want it to to relate the story back to us so we feel like like we're included in or something Mm -hmm. and like it's relatable to them like Mm -hmm. we can relate but i never thought about that like taking away from somebody else's experience right and i'm not saying i'm not a friend who when so i under i guess i would add to that conversation and say that there are times that i feel like it's a space that needs to be a little safer mm-hmm. and i feel as though when it needs to be safer then that's when i like to err on the side of pulling mm-hmm. from them versus trying to yeah exert but if i'm out with my friends and we're talking shit or you know we're telling a story about our day or whatever I feel like there's there's a great that's a great opportunity to yeah. have some of that banter oh, back and forth, you know. But I'm not saying every time like that no conversation <laughs> with your closest people yeah. gets to have space for you. But um one thing me and my best friend do is um she'll like share sometimes or I'll call her and I'm expressing and then sometimes we'll like pass the mic if you will. Yeah. I mean we don't absolutely. label it as that, but I realize like we could be in a conversation, spend like 30 minutes on what one of us is going through, yeah. and then we'll switch it and 
talk about what she what she's going through or what I'm you know switch it yeah so absolutely I think it's very important to have like a solid space because it, it's it's very safe it's absolutely. very safe yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I agree I agree mm -hmm. so how can we obtain then that safe space yeah yeah so why is it important too yeah I mean here it is where we've lived in a world where we always accepted what was as children right we just accepted mm -hmm. what was and some of our environments were very safe some of us some of our environments were not um, some of our environments were safe in some ways but not safe in other ways absolutely so it's like here in this day and age healing is so much more popular and trendy which is very annoying to me um don't jump on healing for trend yep <laughs> and it's also it's also not only is it popular but it's also something that some people are really endeavoring into yeah in a, on a very in a very beautiful and serious way and they're trying to um, become better versions of themselves and dive into like some childhood trauma and all those things and in that world it starts to reveal things like wow like wow I, it wasn't safe here or it wasn't yeah. safe in that way and so in this world we start to develop this desire mm. to create a safer life for ourselves okay for our children mm -hmm. for our friends for family we're trying to create a safer space and so we're trying to create these loving environments that we've sometimes never even experienced ourselves yeah absolutely and how do you do that? Like, okay, how do I tap into some energies that I've never even mm -hmm. interacted with in a world where, you know, like we talked about earlier, where that feminine energy is like afraid of the masculine. Yeah. <laughs> and the masculine is afraid of the feminine. Mm -hmm. And we're putting up walls and we're talking shit about each other. And, oh, can I say that? <laughs> yeah, you can, you can swear. <laughs> shit. No, we're talking yeah. uh, shit about each other. And so comfortable in it too yeah in that world it needs we need more safety mm -hmm. and so how do we do it i think i think it's one is opening up that conversation mm. to pull from people yeah and understand what they're going through in life okay right absolutely but i think it's also like finding a way to be safe within yourself mm. that's just the realest oh, thing oh 100 i mean i couldn't be safe to anybody else until i learned to be safe for me yeah in your body and your nervous right. system like Trust yourself i literally taught myself to be safe by being in the mirror and saying hey inner chuck baby chuck yeah <laughs> little chuck you went through this and through that and i'm so sorry that you faced that i'm so proud of you for trying to find a way to work through all the things that you faced that wasn't safe but i got it from here yeah and i know your child mind did the best you could right yeah i got it from here like i'm gonna keep it safe now mm -hmm. say all the things that i wish my childhood chuck heard yeah you're your little you little me yeah little me so just just do, being able to do that alone is like i hear you i see you i'm i here's here's something that you know you were told this when you should have been told this yeah. and i'm going to tell you this as often as i can tell you that whether that's that you're handsome or you're whatever mm -hmm. i'm going to tell you that as often as i can think to tell Absolutely. you and when you start to do that for yourself you start to know what safety feels like 
Absolutely. And then you can start to give that to other people. Mm. And weeds don't take anything but time to grow, so it's an ongoing thing. It's Always. never... It you know, I, I wished that healing was a one and done i, I do wish. i wish can i get the healing surgery please? yeah literally i'm like oh my effing god i'm not done like i've gone over this three times and we're going over it again you know just a different level but you know that's another thing i've been taught same thing that goes hand in hand with resentment it doesn't take anything but time to grow so you gotta gotta be weed in that garden you have daily which is your mind big literally. facts big facts literally heart mind and soul yeah. you have it we have it yeah how do we yeah yeah so then to obtain that how what are our steps to obtain that safe space and to have that oh that's a good question mm. how do we take steps i would say for one i'd say yeah boundaries oh that's heavy and boundaries yeah. isn't a bad thing i used to think boundaries was so bad boundaries are for you to keep why did you, you think safe. they were bad let's talk about that that's a really good question. I don't know. Whenever I would just hear the word boundary, I felt like it was somebody like cutting me off or like needing space from me. Okay. And I don't know who's the first one to set a boundary with me. You know, I don't even know where somebody said that word. But like. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny one. Just dry ass coughing. She was like, I'm holding it. I can't no more. It's just like coming up, you know? <laughs> Love it. There you go. Boundary. Oh, do you need the card? No, no, no. We, I don't <laughs> okay, need it. we don't need it. Fuck the card. Right. Fuck that card. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, though. I don't even know when the first one was set in my life. I've Maybe it was an apparent. Like, you know, when you get disciplined, like, we instantly think discipline is a bad word. Right. Discipline's a great word. We all need discipline. All do. But, like, how the connotation, I think, when we were kids, like, boundaries and disciplines, those words were just not positive framed words, I believe. That's a good point. Yeah. So, I used to just think, like, boundaries are bad. Like, boundaries keep people away from you. Like, boundaries are walls, you know. But it's actually, like, a safe home for you to sit in. Wonderful. Yeah. Like, if, if you could build your dream house, like, you're in that dream house. Those safe Boom. walls, you Gated know. Community yeah gated community like to keep you can have people come in but like i think boundaries like to like access to your energy is really important like some right. days i'm just not at full capacity to like listen to help because i'm not going to be help i'm going to be destructive right. like you know so i think boundaries and like staying that like hey something as simple as like my friend i'm gonna use her boundary like when she comes home from work she's like i need 10 to 15 minutes to decompress before i talk to my boyfriend about my day mm-hmm Something as simple as that. She's like, I'm stressed out. Everyone's wired differently. Mm -hmm. So, like, that could be, I feel like, one thing to maintain. And I would also say communication and the fact of, um, you know, like, asking, like, what do you need right now? Like, asking somebody, like, do you need support? Do you need me to just listen? Do you need, like, advice? Or do you need a hug? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. And I think I'm trying to get better at doing that because we're not wired that way. We were not taught that way growing up. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to have kids and teach them that way because that's going to be natural. Oh, yes. And, like, Beautiful. that's something I feel like we all should learn mm -hmm. and know to do, mm -hmm. to say. Wonderful. Yeah. On that note, I love everything that you said. Yeah. Everything, um, especially the analogy of the home. And you share your friend's boundary, but let's break that down for like a second. Okay. Why that's a boundary is so beautiful is because 
boundaries preserve your best self. Mm, yeah. That's what boundaries are. Yes. How do I preserve my best self? That's so true. And a lot of people, like you said, see boundaries as like this bad thing. And some people prey on the word boundary mm. and use it to control. Like they'll yeah. usually um, like toxify the word boundary yes. and use it to like control other people. But the real truth of the matter is boundaries, when they're done in a, a very healthy way, they're to preserve your best self. Yeah, I love that. So how do I not allow myself to um to to be a version of myself that's um what's the word like anything less than anything anything less than like my best version type of thing yeah how do i how do i set my gated community to where Mm. i get to perform at my optimum like Mm. level i love that right yeah and then who needs to get their access revoked yeah because sometimes you didn't gave the pin code to somebody who has proven that they don't access denied that their yeah. access needs to be denied absolutely let them come back and push that pin code in it <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? like it's over right very true and a lot of times we're you know we're not always conscious of who needs to have their access denied and who mm-hmm. who needs access and so it's just a beautiful ebb and flow or dance of learning who needs access and who mm-hmm. doesn't learning it's a learning it's a learning process again healing is progressive it always is and we'll we'll understand more about ourselves we'll understand ways to become more authentic and more vulnerable and those two things help to guide us to and away Mm -hmm. from who belongs to us how do we how do we take time to understand who we are and 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 who we are at our core what we value what we want what we crave things of that nature and then how do we find this vulnerable space of expressing that and who's safe enough for us to express and to receive that and who's not Mm. and those are very good ways to start to to outline yeah who needs that access code and who needs their access revoked absolutely yeah wow yeah safe spaces man safe spaces i feel like we closed that out good right i feel like we did that but you guys this this is chuck i'm jenna and we hope you guys enjoyed this podcast video i mean we have another one coming for you but we're just really happy we could sit down and talk about safe spaces between the masculine and the feminine so yeah yeah. thank you guys so much thanks for listening